terribly upset by, here, go have fun at the movies. Like, that's yeah. fine by me. I'm not expecting yeah. world-changing, world-altering events out of this movie. It doesn't have to do that. It just has to be fun. And I bet it will. It looks fun. Alright, yeah. I, uh... I don't know. I'm I'm excited for another Marvel movie just because, yeah, it's... we Yeah, whatever. fucking roller like, coaster. That's why we um, Other than that, like... Okay. Um... So, yeah. Uh, hello and welcome to The Watcher's Guide to the Marvel Universe, the show that promises to get this right eventually. Maybe. I'm Max. And I'm JR. How's it going? Um, it goes. <clears throat> work has been work lately, which is good. Um, and I need to mow the lawn. It's fine. Cool. How are you? Uh, I had a shitty night's sleep. Like, I am, I am, as Kyle Kinane puts it, more tired than a big dick bat. Uh, and like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm tired and I feel really awkward because Casey and I were driving along in the, in the last week or so. And like, we, we were, we were talking about something and I was like, okay. And gave like a, an exaggerated, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like fingero. Yeah. K like, and like, right I look and like right behind Casey is this black guy walking down the street. <laughs> oh. And so now this guy is walking around out there like I just saw a proud boy. And oh. And here okay, look. We're 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 recording this on Juneteenth. Yeah, we are. During Pride Month. Uh-huh. Uh I'm I'm not complaining. This is not going to become a cancel culture no thing. I think that white white men will not really be able to complain about their treatment by society until we give up like all the institutional power. Um That's a good start. But I mean, yeah, that's the bare minimum. Like, you know, it's really it's really ha- hard to be all sad clown about it. When it's just like, but still pretty, things are pretty fucking great. Because like, I recognize, I recognize white privilege exists because I am doing pretty well in life Mm -hmm. and I have fucking coasted. Like I, I have, I've worked like I've had, I've held jobs Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, but, but like, I am not... I am not at all under the illusion mm-hmm. that, like, I got here on merit alone. Oh, because yeah. that oh, is oh, not very true. much not the not case. Not the case. Like, I'm I am speaking a perfect for example. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am a perfect example 
of of how how hard it is to truly mm-hmm. uh truly fuck up when you're white <laughs> like, yeah yeah i'm sorry like I, that's not to say that there aren't white people out there suffering because there are but we're but not because you're like yeah exactly. a white guy like that, that you doesn't... are you you have had shitty luck but yeah. that's shitty luck in spite of everything else right. like um so yeah so i'm not i'm not gonna like I don't want anybody thinking that I'm just like, um, that I'm like, oh no, that happened and now there's this guy out there thinking, he's probably, like, no, he, he probably, that's what, fine. What, what happened was, he probably saw you and went, fuck, and went the rest of his day, right? Yeah. Because that no, shit I, yeah. happens probably unfortunately more often than i would like to admit and well, he just yeah. was like no there's another one fuck <laughs> yeah and and like i said <laughs> i you know i like i can't get upset about a black guy thinking i'm racist because there's a lot of black guys out there that think i'm racist i'm sure and I don't blame them. Like I'm not. No, exactly. I'm like, I, don't, I don't get upset at. That. I completely get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't get upset at that because it's like, yeah, no, I would too if I were in your position. Like, yeah, I, I cannot I would absolutely be, tr- be walking around just like. It's racist the def- until proven otherwise. And yeah, even exactly. Then, yeah, and that's um, that's why you know I don't. If I get that off of someone, like if I get that vibe, I'm like, okay, yeah, sucks for me. And it's not the only thing that I guess Jocelyn and I have talked about this before is like the thing that blows is you can't be like, but I'm one of the good ones because that's not helping your case, ass. Well, (laughs) it's not helping your case. And and plus, like so many, so many. Yeah good white people have proven so willing to withdraw their support at a moment's notice that like, even if you are technically one of the good ones, like what does that even mean? Yeah. It's like, are you, are you at some point going to be like, well, I, I approve of your end goal, but I, I just question your methods. I mean, is this the best? And then they're just like fucking white people and they're right to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) So, so I don't know, but yeah, it's still, it's just like, it's, it's one of those things of, you know, I, that happened. And my initial, my initial thought was, ah, fuck, <laughs> like, you know, just like, I didn't need to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the kind of thing that like. To me, it's it's intent, right? Like, you were just uh, mouthing off to your wife, right? That was your intent. It got mis... Maybe, maybe, right? Because we don't know. It got misconstrued by somebody else. <clears throat> uh, oops. Hmm. Oops. Like, you're not trying to do that. And... You have to be 
You have to allow you to forgive yourself at least if you're just like ah and watch out for it next time. Don't do that. Maybe no, yeah. you know, yeah, try not like, to do I'm that not... again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and I and I think that's the key thing is just like I fucked up. Oops. Okay. And then you're like, well, I just can't do that again. Um, you know, and whatever. Like, I just, I, it was one of those momentary, it was one of those moments in your life where if the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme had kicked on, like, it would have just been perfect. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, no. Okay. Legal, legal limit there. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, but that's, that's all fine. Um, so you're really tired. I'm really tired. Uh, I slept for shit last night cause it was so hot. And then at some point I actually managed to fall asleep and apparently during that time got cold because I pulled my blanket over myself. And then that just made me hot and woke me up again. And so, like, all night long I'm just laying there, like, sticky. And I just, yeah. I hate that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, At least you haven't lost power this week? Correct. Yeah, we haven't lost power this week. Uh, so, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, anyway. Uh, news? News. News. Uh, the only news this week is Dark Ages, which, you know, I, I feel like every time I turn around, one of these events is like, they've saved the world again and again, but what, what if this time they don't? And it's just like, then the okay, <laughs> okay. How do you? But like, but what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like since there have been so many of these going all the way back to Crisis on Infinite Earths, sure, uh, where it's just like the day the heroes failed, and it's just like, yeah, I know. Is this going to be, like, a a good one? Or is this going to be Age of Ultron? Like... This is called conflict. It happens. <laughs> it has to yeah. happen. In order for story. Like, yeah. Like, we literally just got done with a big, what if all the Marvel heroes band together and they still fail? And it's like, yeah. Okay. Then we do Endgame and it's all fine again. Uh-huh. Like, what do you what do you want? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's it's whatever. Yeah, I It's happen it's a thing that's happening, I guess we'll see. I mean, I mean I always want want comics to be good, right? And I always want to be excited about uh, the possibilities of that. Um and we yeah. were talking earlier about like the interesting things about stories like this is the the setup normally so how did they fail i i don't really it's comics i know that they're gonna i know they're gonna fix it and you know it'll be fine um that's that's the way comics work um 
it'll be weird for a while and the 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 what's going around in the fringes of the weirdness are usually interesting as well but like the how did we get here is most of the story and i mean we were talking about how you know the set the beginning of civil war is interesting because of the how everything falls apart um the payoff not that great um it is god awful yeah it's really bad it's really bad (laughs) Uh, the middle is not great. The middle is the middle is not great. Um, the end is bad. Uh, the beginning is at least like, okay, you've got a problem. Let's make some choices from a storytelling aspect. Let's make some choices about how these characters would fall on this problem. That's interesting. The well, problem with why, the, the like pro- one of my one of my favorite things about Civil War in the lead up to it was when I'd be working at the comic shop and we'd be talking about like okay let's say this is happening at DC yeah Who, who's where who's where who's on the side of registration who's anti registration and you know those conversations were interesting um, you know. I, my, my greatest hope, every time a storyline like this occurs, it's like, on the one hand, I want consequences and I want lasting consequences. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a, that's great. Like, I don't want, I don't want a storyline to come along where it's just like, and everybody was fine and nobody ever spoke of it again. Um, by the same token, I don't want civil war where it's just like, and then we spend years afterward, just like s- firmly just staring at our navels and just yeah. like, Hmm, did I do the right thing? And uh, like, just, I don't, there's I mean, gotta be there. It would have been a really great time. <clears throat> for the brood to show up right after civil war we get civil war sort of peters out like it does i'm not saying we change that although we should um <laughs> and then instead of doing the 52 and the or the 50 states initiative and the blah 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 and the navel gazing about whether or not we all did the right thing the brood shows up and starts wrecking shop and is like, we can't do the navel gazing because we have to go kick the ass, right? Okay, that would have been fun. Fine. Well, and that's what I thought World War Hulk was going to be. Yeah. I thought when World War Hulk was starting, I was like, okay, so a big problem shows up. We have to put aside all the bullshit and deal with the situation at hand. And maybe out of that, we can get some sort of like resolution um and that's not what happened it was like we got a brief time where it was like okay we're going to ignore what's going on Mm -hmm. and like everybody has to work together but then once that was over it was just like okay so oh yeah you were anti-registration i need to kick your ass now and it's just like fuck guys (laughs) like whatever uh just 
Yeah. Well, okay, then lastly, I guess a thought on this is um, I'm really glad that I finally started reading, like, got off my ass, actually, and read uh, um, House and Powers of X because that's the way you do this. Right? You're going to find a way to bring up the fact that you've been reading that I'm every, every show, week, aren't you? From now until eternity. Uh, no, because, like... We'll be, Lastly, we'll be 70 I mean? and doing shows, and it'll Arr, just be like, you know, House and Powers, powers of X. Like, because, no, humanity like has is... been wiped out. <laughs> the water wars have killed our families. And, right. Uh, but no, I mean, like, lasting change. We talked about this last week. You're right. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't want to say, I didn't mean to step on your point. I just thought it was funny. Uh, No. Okay. So that's how it it is a great starting point and a great place to get into X-Men because they basically went, things are fucking different now. And we're going to stick to this until we get a new editor in chief who blows everything up. Um, Right. And, that, that that's going to happen eventually. And it I, I feel like it's already kind of unspooling, but I don't know. I'm not that far along reading stuff yet. Um, it just looking at the promo, the promos and like what's coming out and the covers for X-Men comics and stuff like that. I'm like, you're starting to starting to. Well, it is get threadbare. It it's, it's funny how much you look at, House and Powers of X and the stuff that's happened since and how often you're just like I get that you're trying to sort of break out of old patterns but there's so many Krakoa has sown so many of the seeds of its own destruction just left and right like I get okay like People get to come and, you know, be a citizen of Krakoa, but also, like, don't put Sebastian Shaw in charge of your economy? Like, just as a... Like, yeah, he's a mutant, but, like... Right. There's got to be a different mutant. Like, Bobby Drake is an accountant. Like, (laughs) you know, like, there's other... There's other people like who don't well just probably just, have the skills. In general, don't put the Hellfire Club in, the, in charge of your economy. Like Emma goes back and forth. You know her. She, Emma is Emma. Like I get her. Sebastian Shaw is out for Sebastian Shaw. That's all right. he's ever been. The Hellfire Club in general is a vehicle for him to do that. Why would you put right. them? On the council and in charge of distribution of the one thing that's going to keep you economically and diplomatically safe, right? Like, yeah, no, that's that not is a good idea. A mistake. Yeah, like there's probably someone with that business acumen. Fucking Warren Worthington. Yeah. Why wasn't why what why why Sebastian Shaw? Why Apocalypse? <laughs> Why these people that you're just like, well, I know you've killed a lot of us and tortured others and, you know, but I mean, water under the bridge, right? Here, here you go. Have, have, have free reign over the island. 
you asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, and I get, I, I get so... Magneto and Xavier, Xavier's point, which is like, we need to give these people power, or we need to give these people something to do, right? Because otherwise, so many things they could be doing. <laughs> like that. That's that's the thing I don't understand. Like, why you don't? Like you have, you have Xavier, for whom like Cyclops is supposedly like a son, and then it's just like, come on in, Apocalypse. Yeah, I know you infected his baby with a techno organic virus, and he like lost his kid because of that. But you know, it was it was the it was the eighties, like. <laughs> No, but even like you don't get, even you between don't get to blame that on a bit of a coke problem and move on. <laughs> even Scott and Xavier though have killed each other multiple times. <laughs> like <laughs> just I, you know, I there's so much that I'm like, yeah, this is an interesting, but then I also look at it and I'm just like, mm, that's not going to go well. well. Don't know why you did that. Yeah, I, I. The issue of one of them that when they go to, I think it's Davos, and it's Apocalypse and Xavier and Magneto, and Magneto has that big rant about this is the way it's going to be. That's Mm -hmm. the only, he's talking to the human, or to the humans, to the uh, ambassadors, potential ambassadors at that point, but it almost seems like he's talking to Apocalypse as well and maybe that that sentimentality has been pushed onto the populace of Krakoa as well it's like you can this is the way it's going to be we're all going to work for this whether you're Sebastian and I just you know I I agree with you like that's not going to get through to Shaw right like he does not give a shit Shaw's a bad idea Apocalypse is a maybe like, Apocalypse makes sense. Apocalypse has a couple of times where it's like, where he justifies to Jubilee or Captain Britain or whoever about, like, why he's here. It's Gambit, actually. Like, why he's here, what he's doing. Gambit doesn't believe him because he's Gambit. Um, but, like, that makes, it makes a certain amount, it makes a sort of sense when you hear Apocalypse explain why he's here is that this is the culmination. He's annoyed that the humans are still around, but, like, this is the culmination of everything that he's ever wanted. And right. that that makes sense to me. Apocalypse being there makes sense. I also like that we're shown in issue one of this story that there are fucking consequences. Um, yeah. If you... If you step out of line of the only three fucking rules we've got, or four, then you go in a hole. Like, and that'll be a problem later, but you go in that fucking hole for God knows how long. Like, right. uh, I think that's, I don't know. Okay, let's do news. Or no, this is news. Let's do Loki talk. Uh, It's good. It's I, good. I don't know what they're. I issue episode two again, kind of like Law and Division. I don't really know what's going on. I'm fine with that. I'm excited. I 
the one disappointment that I've had so far was I expected there to be more payoff to the bit in because you know I think I think it's interesting that we kind of get a do-over on Loki in that he had his complete story arc up to Infinity War. Right. That's done. We aren't touching that. Mm -hmm. We're not undoing that. That all happened. Yeah. Um, that is real and valid. And your feelings This is are... just a different, yeah. you know, branch from that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I w really liked the scene in episode one. Where after he steals the Tesseract, he finds the drawer full of Infinity Gems and is just like, oh, fuck. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, because I feel like that's an interesting character beat um, that leads to a whole new Loki. And then I feel like that kind of got ign ignored in the second episode. I kind of... I kind of expected that to to bring about if not if not an absolute change in Loki, at least a step backward where he's just like shit, okay. I really do not matter here. Like these the TVA is so far beyond anything I've ever encountered that I can't keep doing the same shit and then in episode two he just keeps doing the same shit and i'm just like then why even do that i well no well i liked episode two i liked episode one probably more uh because of that character beat and also the character beat where he gets after that and he's kind of having that breakdown in back in the uh, interview chamber, um, yeah, and he watches the rest of his his future air quotes and right. sees the person that he becomes and right. like he fights beside his brother, he dies beside his brother, he is he continually he quits trying to betray everyone all the time his dad dies his mom he watches his mom die he watches his mom die he watches his dad die he watches like all these formative things that happened and sees the person that he could become or that he does become that loki becomes and is just fucking freaked out by all of it right yeah and i also like that uh he doesn't see Ragnarok in that. He doesn't learn about that until episode two, where, oh shit, Ragnarok also happened. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Takes a minute to have that blow over him, and then that's when... That moment is a little forced, I think, because I would have... Rather, he spent some time with that instead of immediately just use it to solve a problem. Um, I don't know. That one's weird. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, time's going to tell. 
I'm sure it'll be. And good. it, you know, I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to get too into. Well, I didn't like this because I. We don't know what the arc is going to be of this series. Sure. Um, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I just. The point we're at now, I'm like, I don't know why that was there just yet. Um, and so maybe when it's all said and done, I'll just be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Five stars or whatever. But anyway. Comics? Yeah, I guess we should do that at some point. Uh, so we start this week... Picking up the Doctor Strange story that uh, we had last week. And it kind of sucks that uh, it's wrapped up in the first issue of this week's reading. But uh, Doctor Strange number 41 has a cover by Bob Layton and is written by Chris Claremont, penciled by Gene Colan, inked by Dan Green, colored by Ed Hannigan, lettered by Diane Albers, and edited by Joe <laughs> Duffy. Um, the, th- the thing that I will, the thing that I want to say right off the bat is I have, I know I complained about Gene Colan when he was doing Daredevil, um, simply because he did have some weird poses, uh, occasionally the like mm-hmm. splayed legs and stuff like that, but shit, Gene Colan can pencil a page, uh, mm-hmm. Because there is some stuff, there is some stuff in this Doctor Strange that I'm just like, oh, that's fucking cool. Um, but anyway, so Stephen is face down in the muck of the Florida swamp and has an encounter with death, which he survives. Uh, I do like there is a there is a uh, moment here after Strange is like, nope, bye where death where death is just like you know that's fine you've won the battle um and there will be more i can lose every battle all i have to do is win one yeah um and you know it was it was a really great sort of like ha coming for everybody um i liked it because um so that de- you know, death is a real person in the Marvel universe, and she can and will hurt you. And yeah. uh, I, but I, I personally have only read things with death in it, um, maybe twice. The Infinity Gauntlet being the most prominent, and right. in Gauntlet, she's silent the whole time. Right, like that's that's the thing is she's putting up with Thanos because he's so goddamn powerful at that point. Um, right. It's interesting to have her talk. It's, yeah. it's just unnerving when, when she's on the page and yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like the thing that's, I can afford to be patient. She says right at the very end. And it's like, <laughs> yep. Damn. Yeah. It's also cool um, that she's not a villain, Right. She's just like there. Yeah. Yeah. Um <sighs> sorry. It's no, you're fine. Um She is she is interesting and I think she winds up the more you read with death, the more 
you get than if you just read stuff like Infinity Gauntlet. Like yeah. there is, you know, I, I like, I honestly kind of like the way death is handled in the in the Marvel universe. In that it's just like, I'm gonna get you either way. Yeah. Uh, but that it's not a villainous mm-hmm. entity. Like so often, like the gods of the underworld in in superhero fiction are like Hela, where it's just like constantly scheming, and it's like Hela doesn't have to scheme. Hela gets everybody. Yeah. Pluto gets everybody. Yeah. Like they don't have to scheme. All they have to do is sit there and just be like, whatever. Yeah. I'm a you're like even if you're immortal, I'm a get you. Um, that's the thing about Pluto so, that's always irritating as fuck is because it's like, why are you so whiny? You. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, the. So Strange interrupts Mordo, but it's too late because he's already started the process. They are transported to another plane where they battle. Meanwhile, people are being turned to dust by the uh, hand that is now reaching out of the chaos gate. Jennifer Kale is trying to reach Man-Thing because Mordo, it turns out, has promised Ted Salas the opportunity to be to be Ted Salas again. Um, it's obviously a lie, but uh, Ted Salas goes along with it because it benefits Ted Salas to believe that that's even possible but she reaches out to him and she's like you're going to be destroyed too and before she dies uh at that point man thing then reaches out and like shoves the hand back through the gate and slams it shut um and strange is able to uh make it back to the mortal realm uh everybody is restored that was killed by the hand and strange man thing is initially like man thing uh is there and strange tries to cure him and isn't able to he realizes that because what created man thing was a mixture of science and magic uh it has to be science and magic that fix him. And he's like, I will try to find a cure until my dying day. And I don't think I've ever seen, like, it's one thing for Reed because he like says that. And like, he's still like constantly trying to figure out a way to fix Ben. Whereas strange here is just like, right. We're given evidence of that. Whereas no, there is, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but there has not been an issue of Doctor Strange that I've read where he's back in the sanctum just being like, okay, how do I fix Ted Salas? And it's just kind of like, you're full of shit, man. Um, But anyway, uh, at the end of it, Ted Salas in Man-Thing realizes, oh man, that's just not going to happen and starts lashing out. Um... But then, like, reverts back to Man-Thing and is... He just kind of wanders off back into the swamp. Whatever. 
kind of a kind of an anticlimactic as big a thing as this storyline has been uh you know for it to all get wrapped up that neatly was kind of abrupt i guess but i thought the man thing stuff was cool in that like if you sit and imagine it like the giant hand sweeping out over all these people and consuming them and all that stuff and man thing or uh jennifer kale and um imploring to ted salas to fix this fix this you know fight back and her finally getting through to him after she is consumed and then like the big it that all felt good it was every time we cut away to strange and mordo and they're just throwing spells at each other in a nebulous void and like that part sort of felt iffy like it it didn't feel substantive um right and kind of just that's the thing that i think i agree with you that it was very like and then it was fixed because strange did it uh sure how why yeah. what are the rules i get the stakes i get the stakes and the stakes mm-hmm. are high i don't understand what strange did to fix this because you're not i don't not even well- really under i don't even really understand what may here's the thing Here's my issue with how it was resolved is that we have been told for several issues up to now, once Mordo starts that spell, that's it. No take backsies. Mm -hmm. That is like, if he's allowed to start, then it is done. Mm -hmm. And yet, like he starts the hand comes out and starts like siphoning people's life force dr strange battles mordo and it's just like it's already too late i've won ha 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 and it's just like you mean to tell me that all that had to be done was somebody brute forces that shit like I feel like I feel like that should have been the first thing somebody tried. I feel like okay, there's no counter spell. Fine. Did somebody try shutting the door? <laughs> like <laughs> you know? And that's that's the problem that I have is just it's like if Mordo starts, the world is fucked. It well, it okay. So <laughs> the world is asterisk <laughs> unless there's somebody there that's strong enough to just close the door. And it's like, there's a lot of people like that in the world. There's a lot of people that are strong enough to slam that door shut. Like, well, but also did did nobody think (laughs) it's the, it is the, I think the implication is that man things, the only one that could have survived that because he has the combination of the science and mystical things that make up who he is, and therefore he can, uh, what's the word, resist being siphoned by the demon. 
But this is all subtext. Yeah. We are given textual example after textual example of there's no way to stop it once it starts. And then somebody does and everybody's just like, oh. Good. And then not, not even speculation on Strange's part where he's just like, huh, I didn't think that would work. It never even occurred to me to try that. But instead, it's just like, glad that's over. And nobody's just like, um. But I thought we I were thought, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just I if the, if that's the case, that's fine. But at least as much as we've gotten people going, once he starts, that's it. It would be nice if after the end, somebody was like, but I thought once he started, that's it. So whatever. There's a, there's several, there's several things like that. And we'll get into this in the next storyline in Dr. Strange, or I guess it's not really a next storyline since we're just picking up other plot threads from the last few, but whatever. Um, anyway, Dr. Strange number 42 has a cover by Michael Golden and is colored by Bob Sharon and lettered by Jim Novak. Uh, Strange escorts Madeline back to the airport, and there's a whole lot of, like, I still love you, oh, what could be? Uh, And then he puts her ass on a plane and gets her the fuck out of there, and returns to New York, followed by various snitches and photographers. I don't even know if that matters. I just mention it in case it winds up mattering. Yeah. Um... But there's like this reporter who's like paying for tips about what Doctor Strange is doing. And he has like photographers Both camped Mi- out outside the Sanctum. Yeah, he's got him um, in Miami. I, I, I'm guessing this is a guy in Miami that has reporters watching for ever- Doctor Strange in any guise. I don't understand. Yeah, it's very weird. Startlet. I star it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stare it. We'll see. What? Whatever. But Strange returns to the Sanctum where he finds Sarah wearing Clea's clothes, and to be fair, takes it very well. Um, and he he's like, "Hey, what are you doing in my house wearing my girlfriend's clothing?" And she's like, "Uh, she went to look for Wong and had me." stay here appearing to be her and strange is like yeah that makes sense and uh so she explains what happened and then she's like oh by the way there are all these bills that haven't been paid and he's like yeah hey do you want to do that like can i hire you to do that shit and she's like well it seems like according to this bank statement i shouldn't have been reading uh (laughs) that you're kind of broke and he's like yeah i know but he goes over and he's like got a safe full of gold bars um and she's like yeah sure and uh it turns out that hiring a martial artist raised by monks to handle your household is maybe not the best way to keep the electricity on but uh so Strange follows Clea's trail to this mansion in the Adirondacks, uh, confronts a group of magicians called the Lords of the Golden Dragon, who call forth a golden dragon, 
But he's able to defeat them and bind them in the crimson bands of Sidorak. Uh, he then steps through a mirror um, and is <laughs> like clogged in the head by this grand band of what appear to be bandits uh, who are about to execute him. And Clea's there. Cliffhanger. <laughs> I think the, the best part is the uh, so I was snooping in your house cause I was cleaning yes yeah. and, you, and like two pages a page before there's the parlor and it's just a mess she's got like yeah. pizza boxes and soda bottles and just uh, it looks like a and d party's gone down um, and uh, for one um, and He's like, uh-huh, you were you were cleaning up. And she's like, uh-huh. You fucking slob. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was cleaning up your desk because there were all these papers on it. And I uh, wanted to... Uh, anyway, so I saw them and, like, you don't have... You're all... Like, that part... And the, the back and forth of, you're about to be broke, aren't you? And he's like, oh, well, no. I mean, not really. I can just make gold. And she's like, what? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw, you saw the thing with the dress earlier? Uh-huh. Yeah, but that, that, but with gold. Yeah. Oh! Okay. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange is going to tank the economy. Yeah. Good. Wee. Um, so Doctor Strange number 43 is colored by Ben Sean and lettered by Diana Albers. Uh, Strange is, (coughs) Strange is like, what's going on? And Clea's like, no, we gotta say, don't kill him. Uh, he's brought before the leader of the bandits, a man named Bayan, uh, who then helps them rescue Wong from Xiaomar's prison. Xiaomar being the Shadow Queen who's behind all this shit. Uh, but they're nearly stymied by the Lords of the Golden Dragon who have been turned into gargoyles. They succeed, obviously, and then they head back to camp where Wong begins to tell the story of why he was abducted and what he has to do with any of this bullshit, uh, unaware that Shyamar is watching. We do also find out in the course of things that time moves faster in this world than on Earth because... Clea's like, it's been weeks. Where the fuck have you been, Steve? And he's like, it's been like a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, what were you going to interject the there? Who did the cover? Uh, the cover, I believe, was still Michael Golden. Yeah. Okay. Because this cover's rad. And very, yeah. very modern. Um, yeah. Like... I don't know how to put this. Like the the anatomy, I guess, of the mm-hmm. characters is very different than what I'm what we've seen up to this point out of any of the Marvel books. Um, mm-hmm. It's very uh, it's a lot more angular. I think is angular the right word? No. Um, it feels like the 80s. I don't know how to 
say that any better. It feels like this cover feels like what you get inside the books in Marvel in the 80s. Which is okay, interesting to me because th- that's the only Doctor Strange cover that does that this week. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, uh, it, it's, I thought it was interesting to see this sort of art style happening. Period. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, we do also get hints throughout this issue that there's more happening with Bayon than meets the eye because he winds up clearly having control of magic to some degree, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. But we will discuss Wong's story on the, in the next issue. Uh, I didn't want to do it right now because it's split over the end of this issue and the beginning of the next. Uh, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, 